Hello, hello, my global friends. It's Isabella Lundbeckir, the world messenger, and I'm welcoming you to Legacy Leaders Podcast. Today's guest, it's young and sassy, world traveler that can be also very classy. Uh, and he is Stefan. His name is Zach Benson, and he is founder and CEO of Assistagram. Woohoo! Did I get that right? Yes, you said <laughs> it perfectly. Hi, Zach. How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah, super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm seeing your posts around not only on Instagram and Facebook, but also seeing what you did from, you know, in the last few years specifically. And before we jump into that, do you mind share a little bit of background stories of, um, about you? Where did you grow up and uh, what made you think uh, to get uh, into not only social media, but branding and all the crazy stuff that I'm seeing that is so effective and super awesome? Yeah, yes, for sure. So I was actually born in South Korea and then adopted by my parents in, here in Iowa. So, you know, in the middle of Iowa was hard because I looked different and I spoke different. So I had a speech impediment and, you know, um, growing up, I, I didn't really participate a lot in class. So I was always kind of a trouble kid. And so my parents thought I was going to be a like a juvenile delinquent, right? So, um that's a little bit about my story and my background. So I was a quiet kid until I found dance. And, you know, I don't know if you know, but I was actually on this TV show called So You Think You Can Dance. And that kind of, you know, kickstarted my career to teach dance around the world. I um, actually did hear about that. And rumor has it you were quite good. And then that's how you kind of get into passion for travel and exploring the world and bringing those two passions together, getting paid, going to different places and experience different cultures. Yeah, yeah, it's just, um, I feel like life is all about people, you know, and, um, you know, you never know who you're gonna meet on your travels. And so I got, I caught the travel bug very early on in life. And, you know, it was with dancing. I always thought it'd be cool to like, have a dance studio invite me to, you know, like Thailand or some, some place in Africa and teach a workshops and, you know, travel there and, and get paid to do that. And so that's what I did for um, several years. And while I was doing that, um, I also started up my Instagram growth agency. And so, you know, long story short, I ended up hurting my back in India, um, which ended my career dancing and, you know, mm -hmm. had to have a couple of surgeries. And because of that, I was never able to, you know, really dance again, you know, can't do the head spins or anything flips anymore. Um, and so the doctor was like, you got to have surgery and I don't think you'll be able to dance again. And when that happened, I became depressed and I didn't know what I was going to do. And so the same guy, uh, guy who got me into dancing called me and was like, you know, I know you're depressed. You're going through some hard times, but listen, you got to get in on Instagram. Like me and my bro, we're making a lot of money. We're helping a lot of people grow their followings on Instagram. So, you know, invest like ten thousand dollars and like let's go in on this together man and um you know i i with my last ten thousand followers i did that and i went all in and um ended up owning a ten percent of a four hundred thousand follower instagram account and so what we did was we did advertising advertisements on that page and we basically promoted other people's pages on our wall um, until they got their followers and just kind of rinsed and repeated the process but I mean, now we have a 220 million network on Instagram and we work with some of the biggest brands in the world, like 
Rich Carlton and a lot of smart marketers like Robert Kiyosaki, Russell Brunson, their clients. Wow, that is insane. That is an amazing story. If you don't mind, let me just uh, uh, backtrack for a second here. So basically, uh, when, when one dream dies, the new was born, and you were able to adopt and pivot, and you were able to adjust the game. And, and I love that you shared. You said, I was depressed, and then my choices were staying depressed or take action and step up. And luckily, obviously, you have a right person reaching to you and make all the impact and difference in your world. I want to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but but yeah. but but I'm really really excited, and why I wanted the listeners to hear this because we've seen a lot of people also depressed right now. They may did not break their back and have a limitations to do what they loved, but because of all the changes, people are not looking for opportunities what they can do versus what they cannot do. Right. So I think it's a very crucial for us to be able to uh, pivot correctly. So yeah. with, now working with those major, major brands, do you mind sharing how, why is branding so important? Why these brands are so important? Either we're talking about upcoming entrepreneurs or very well-recognized uh, brands uh, as a lot of, from the large companies. You mentioned Branson and Virgin. Uh, we obviously very well-known global brand. What, what did they recognize that is so important and why they're positioning and leveraging and utilizing these amazing offerings that you guys have? Yeah, well, I, I just learned early on that it's like, you know, branding is everything. It's like, it's it's not only like um, who you are, but it's like, it's like what you are and what kind of person you want to become. And I always thought it'd be, it'd be awesome to work with some of the biggest world, you know, brands and then entrepreneurs. And so how I got my start and how I made it all happen was I, um, I, I really re just reached out to them, um, cold email, like country of Dubai. And I was like, Hey, I know your goal is to do 20 million tourist visits through Instagram by 2020. Like, I'd love to just donate my time and for free and help you guys crush that goal. And wow. that's kind of how I got my foot in the door was just cold emailing value, 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 delivering results. And then boom, I could leverage that name and say that I've done um, work for countries. Right. Mm. And then, you know, what I've learned is that everybody loves a good deal and everybody loves something um, that's, that's for free with a ton of value and that gets them results. And so early on in my career and still to this day, um, I do work for free for people who are people who I want to connect with. And so how I got like Russell Brunson and Robert as, as clients was um, I volunteered to pay my way to speak at an, a marketing event. And it was very famous uh, event. And um, basically, you know, I gave my 20 minute talk, you know, paid for my hotel, my flight, everything. And mm -hmm. then, you know, you never know who's in the audience. And that's how I got, you know, a huge client that's been working with me now for two years. And so, so what do you did? So just, to, just to kind of uh, help audience yeah. to pivot and understand this, you didn't yeah. necessarily had a big client, but you, you were bold. You were like, I don't have nothing to lose. I have so much to gain. I'm going to pivot and take as much of my personal money. I'm just going to show up. I'm going to be there. Yeah. And then try to build as much relationships, conversation and see who wants to dialogue and talk to me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have nothing to lose because you have no idea what that person will say unless you reach out to them and try. And sometimes it's not the right timing, but find a creative way to stay in touch, continue to add value 
over the years and eventually they that no might turn into a yes and so that's how that's my attitude with everything is like you know i might as well just put myself out there and see what happens and at least i can say that i tried and i tried my best so i always do try to do every try my best everything i do you know Absolutely. And, and I love that. And, and that really much so resonated with me uh, because even though, you know, we don't because we, we, I don't measure my value, how much I'm paid and based on the money that I'm going to do better or greater work because I'm getting more money. It's about that I'm going to do the great work no matter what and do my best at that time with knowledge and skills that I have. And a lot of times people don't get that. They don't understand that overall when we constantly perform our best and where our best is increasing and more and more value we can produce, uh, it's creating ripple effect. And the money should not always be the driver and focus. And, I know, and a lot of times people are focusing exactly on that before they even create the value or opportunities to really transform or impact someone positively. I think that's yes. one of the yeah. biggest mistakes, right? Yeah, 100%, I agree. So you did a reverse engineering, obviously, here. And uh, do you mind sharing what did you learn from some of those Top Guns entrepreneurs? Because I come from a world where I deal with a lot of Top Gun CEOs uh, of the large Fortune 500 companies. Yes, fast-growing startups and mix, so entrepreneurs as well as um, executives. And, 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 and kind of understanding that bridge and crossing over and seeing uh, different mentalities and how... Uh, what challenges they're running into and, 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 and who can faster, quicker pivot. So let's start first with entrepreneurs and let's depict a little bit uh, some of those uh, traits that you over the last two years could say, Isabella, based what I'm seeing, this is the common traits of those top guns that I, I, I work with and, and that they're making things happen. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess the things that I, I've learned just... and. The, past couple of years just from like pitching these clients and working with these clients and trying to sell to these clients is that um they're very quick they know they know their number so it's like you know, like you have to do your homework and become like overly like prepared and ready for whatever question that they might ask you and if you hesitate just one brief second it's like they already know that you're not confident about something and it's not going to work so it's a, yeah, it's 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 game over. So that's why you have to be very polished um, and know like what you're talking about and know like what what their needs are and um, how to best meet their needs in the most cost-effective way possible. So I've learned this. That, yeah, really, it's just that. And then they all want a good deal, you know, because they're smart entrepreneurs that make a lot of money, but people out of the money. And so I, as far as like selling to them and kind of their psychology. Um, that's like always what they're thinking is how can I just do like least amount of money out of pocket for a service because these people can leverage their brand, leverage their connections. Like they have a lot of power and you know, one phone call that could be a, you know, multi-million deal new client for you. And so that's the stuff that I've learned with these people um, is to start small, but then go big with the results and the value. Um, so that's kind of like some psychology stuff about them, I think. 
Wow. So you were starting small, you did an extremely great job, then you start getting more referrals and created the best, obviously, and then created snowballing effects. So then you guys yeah. expanded and added more of those partners and your reach is now between all of those brands, as you mentioned, over 20, 280 million uh, followers, yeah, exactly. which is huge yeah. in terms of who is directed where and who wants what so that you guys can really make that pivot and tar strategic targeting, depending if it's a new book coming out or the movie or product or services, and depending what people are interested in from seeing like high-end luxury travel that I'm very fascinated about and also some of the, just in general, travel to most remote gorgeous places that some of your videos are showing all the way to something that I know you are doing as well, which is power of the mastermind groups. Yeah. So, so um, when you build that circle, inner circle, I've been working also and dealing with some of the mastermind groups that I created or I'm being invited in. And I wanted to ask you, that's where the deals are happening, right? <laughs> behind the scene, behind the closed door and in secluded beautiful resorts and places. And sometimes those uh, great offices or resorts where you do have some time to do some fun, but also sit down and really brainstorm. Yes. And strategize and plan and then execute, right? That's where the, that's where all the magic happens because um, you're outside of your element. You're in a different environment, right? You're in a new country and a new place with new people and you're creating memories with them. And, sharing stories and learning and growing from each other. And um, I mean, masterminds that, I mean, that's, that's where it all happens. And that's where like, you know, real business gets done and real relationships are created. So for me, I mean, that's, that's what life's all about is like creating um, powerful, genuine relationships with people all over the world. I'm very impressed and I love what you said, genuine, honest, and trustworthy, trustworthy and, and transparent relationships. And honestly, this is this is beauty uh, when when we actually, first time we're talking, but I already feel like I know you very well intimately. And yeah. that's the beauty that a branding can really bring and social media can bring more of that, what you already know, what you're familiar, what you identify with, or can also disappoint you and say, oh my God, this is fake, this is disconnect here between personality and who we're portraying and who we think that somebody is. And, and the beauty is that right now, uh, more and more people are seeking to that real, authentic, genuine, uh, because that's where you really, again, as I mentioned, get a chance to get to know someone and do something with that, uh, which is trust and willingness to um, take a risk, take a chance, right? On the new opportunities yeah. or new or new solutions or trying to fix the problems that somebody is exposing you to so with that in mind since we cannot travel and you are stuck in iowa and i'm stuck here in denver yeah. <laughs> but we're traveling virtually yes uh Zach, do you mind sharing with me um uh obviously now a lot of people are masterminding virtually as well it's a huge craving yeah. for us to connect and i know it's a huge yeah. opportunity for us to create those beautiful environments where we are giving more and executing on more different outlets, right? Um, yes. With those high profile individuals. I feel like time more than ever is for us to pay attention and, and look at it and, and use this time wisely because if we are arming ourselves and focusing on bigger, greater goal, we can accomplish so much in this downtime as supposedly as everybody's calling. 
I feel like I'm very busy. Are you very busy? I'm sure you are. You're not seeing this downtime as a, as a time to put on the brakes. I'm sure you're working more uh, and harder than ever, right? Yeah, exactly. It's easy to get distracted when you're traveling all the time because, uh, I mean, people invite you out, you you go out, you try new restaurants, new cafes, and you know, events and masterminds can get busy, and then you do it all over again, switch up the country and you know, hotel and yeah. So like this time has been actually good to catch up nice on stuff, isn't to, like, it? Right. Catch up with things and also catch up with family and friends. So I'm in Iowa right now. This is where I grew up, went to high school, college here. So it's nice to see family, friends, um, you know, and be home for once. And and at the same time, then it's you know I have other things that I'm focused on, like you know other projects and other new ideas. I'm projects, sure businesses. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good thing too that that we're um, you know making trying to make the most of it, just trying to make the most of it and staying positive. It's it's easy, you know, because uh, when we do these networking calls, we talk to these people, you know, friends and new new friends. It's like, you know, we all talk about Corona and kind of what's happening with that, and it's easy to get depressed and let it make you feel sad and down, but. It's, you just got to stay positive and, you know, do your best. Absolutely. And and I think that's the power of the networking, even in the virtual arena. And then also thinking outside of the box and coming with some really awesome new product, new services, new avenues to serve. And I see that all different divisions uh, from um, healthcare to uh, you name yeah. it. I mean, everybody is now depending on, uh, obviously, their virtual presence, interactions, conferencing, information sharing, updating. And uh, right now it's a great opportunity also to see what we can do. Um, but seems like you've been also doing some uh, amazing work in terms of helping um, different organizations and volunteering and truly uh, showing the value because you do care. So do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've always had a huge heart um, for just kids and um, people in general, like um, I like going to Central College after um, I graduated, I moved to Atlanta and I performed a year of service with this organization called Mission Year. And so it was like an urban ministry program and they put young people like me in places of need to create community and give back and volunteer and create beautiful relationships with our neighbors. Um, and so I did that for a year. I lived on $2 a day for food um, wow. for a whole year, you know, a thousand hours of community service. And I learned a bunch of things. I learned that, you know, I learned that it's important to learn how to live on less so that others can have more. Um, it's important to see people as people and treat everyone as a, as a human being that has, you know, value and worth to offer others. And so I lear learned a lot about myself um, my faith and people and you know still I try to integrate some of the principles I learned back then to my life now but um, nowadays I I do a lot of um, things in, in in Asia so you know I ended up moving back to Korea found my birth mom and then you know I do trips to like Cambodia and, and Malaysia and you know Vietnam and, and do like um, well I used to do dance workshops there but now I do like talks to uh to kids and organizations in those countries uh for free um 
it's because I feel like everybody needs a big brother to look up to or someone. And uh, yes, you know, it's, it's and fun. It's fun to see kids, you know, like get it or to see them inspired. That's wonderful. So you've been involved in, in, in nonprofit world and also helping the refugees, which I really highly appreciate all of those yeah. efforts because need is great even before all of this uh, pandemic issues. But right now with world hunger, with all the social economic uh, differences, uh, some really struggling communities are struggling now even more so and things are much challenging and difficult to get to them but also shows that, yes, how much we value human life and human beings and, and, and why it's so important for us to contribute the way we can. I'm um, being floored when you said you lived on $2 per day uh, on the food um, and, 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 and being on this really, really strict budget and, and recognizing that um, you can contribute in other ways and how we can simplify our life if we have to, right? Um, so those values are very, very important because a lot of times people see someone succeeding and someone getting somewhere where they desire to get, but they don't understand um, the process. What did they have to undergo to arrive there? And, yeah. and then even when they do arrive there, what they do to stay grounded and humble and engaged, right? And engaged. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, um, that's, that's totally... Um spot on excellent so zach we've been when we were talking about also your entrepreneurial ventures and everything else i'm i'm curious uh with everything that is happening right now what would be some advice not only for the youth for people that are looking up to you and wanted to to see that they that they had some issues or struggles on their own through finding their identity or would desire what they should study and then all of a sudden you know, doing things on the internet, like you've been tinkering around and, and, and then figuring out a ways, uh, what would you recommend? Or the ones that already have established business and now because of fears and, and many, many different reasons are not investing in their branding or promotion or posting quality content. What would you recommend for everybody that are not only listening, obviously here, but the ones that also are seeking truly solid advice? What do you see from your cockpit right now, <laughs> from your from your jets flying around the world uh, virtually? That is happening. Yeah, well, um, I tell people this, like I tell people, like right now, you guys need to be creators, content creators, and machines because, you know, talk about a time like like what's going on right now, being vulnerable about your wins, your losses, the things that have happened to you during these hard times and, and get it out into social media. So talk about a time, you know, like, you know, maybe in the past where you overcame a sickness or an addiction or you went for your entrepreneurial dreams and the challenges, the highs, the lows, um, you know, talk about that kind of stuff because that that's what really resonates with people and your customers. And so if you're able to just go on live and and share that, I mean, chances are people are going to engage a lot more because you're being real, you're being authentic and, and genuine and being vulnerable about your weaknesses and, and stuff. And so I think that's like a really good way to, um, you know, let people hear your heart and, and what you're working on right now to, to make your biz business and your life better. And I think it would just be really encouraging to people. So like, you know, don't be afraid wow. to just out there and um 
you know, talk. That's great. Being vulnerability, but sharing, but sharing also those things when you were on your low and not only just on your high, right? That and, and having that persona, look at me where I'm at now, because a lot of people have the kind of posture. Um, but I love what you said, also being being authentic, vulnerable, and genuine. And because um, we connect through the stories, but we also connect through the powerful stories. Because now I know which path you walked. And I now can relate to many things because I also worked with a lot with the refugees over the years. I traveled over 45 countries and I also dealt with people very closely on one-on-one basis from over 110 countries worldwide. So being obviously looking for all from that world message, you know, from people that I work with and, and their struggles, but also their create words of wisdom. Uh, I always find that my life is so much richer beyond traditional education, even though I have a master's degree in organization and leadership development, even though I'm coach and all these other certifications and trainings, I always find the biggest lessons I learned through practical applications, working with them by rolling up the sleeve and showing up and, and then also learning from them and letting them to express, to share and engage. Um, so Thank you for validating that. That is still a uh, key to the success because a lot of times people say, are you sure, Isabel? I was like, yeah, believe it or not, this is still key to the success. Come on, guys. So um, so with that, we, we touched a little bit of entrepreneurship uh, and, and I'm seeing major, major corporations right now realizing that don't have a good branding or have a traditional branding that will used to buy media, that will used to pro, uh, share their products and... Uh, able to get on the major channels and all of a sudden they're realizing the millennials like yourself are not necessarily interacting the same way they seen a generations prior interacting 10, 15, 20 years ago. So they're like, what do we do? So I'm seeing huge, huge gap right now uh, with the large corporations as well. So they're also either like it or not in the phase of, crushing or, 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 or changing or repositioning. Uh, with that in mind, obviously you said branding is gold, it's key. And you have, uh, we already touched a little bit on that, uh, ways how to do the most effective. But do you mind sharing what some advice for some of those large corporations that I'm sure pretty soon some of them will be your clients as well, because they are seeking out to understand because they did not jump right away on the social media wagon. They did not, they undermined impact and power on Instagram, for example. And I'm seeing a lot of shifts around that too, right? Uh, but I'm also seeing so many companies trying to play both sides, LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, so do you mind just sharing what type of social media platforms do you see working uh i wouldn't say the best obviously it depends of the company right but what, what would you recommend how to diversify or not to diversify and and how to really capitalize on the social media um under current restrictions so that every dollar counts yeah well i feel like let's take a look at like uber and lyft okay pretty big companies yeah now, both are good but what I like see what I like Lyft um, Lyft doing is that they're tapping into the influencer marketing, mm. and they're doing like the Lyft karaoke's or like undercover lifts with celebrities. So they kind of like 
maybe like Alicia Keys, the singer, she like puts on a costume and then picks people up for a lift ride. I mean, that stuff is going viral on YouTube. Mm. So it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's makes you laugh. It makes you smile. It makes you like touches your heart at times. And, you know, people that sticks in people's heads. So that's what you have to do with because the attention span nowadays for kids and millennials is like nothing. It's like, man, you have to have something like it's different than like now talking to a kid, a millennial, a teenager, like they have to have some type of video, some type of uh, creative to keep them engaged and focused versus like if I do a talk and there's like a, you know, 60 year old or 70 year old, I mean, I can just give a talk and they, they'll stay listened and engaged. So it's just the different style of contents. Um, different generation and for different platform, right? For different purpose. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why that's the thing that the, the companies have to keep in mind. I mean, you know, and I, I see some doing it better than others, like, you know, like Lyft, for example, mm -hmm. versus. Um, and so I would say really focusing on those, those four platforms, YouTube, Instagram, um, Twitter, and and Facebook. I mean, and and TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, yes. I just started adding just to check it out and see. And 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 it's important at least to understand uh, what it is, what is it, and why it's so popular, right? Even though maybe we still don't know how to use the most effectively. But I love what you said. Story can be be told in so many ways and can be verbal uh, through audio only, through the video. Uh, could be through text. Uh, and it's also different length of it. And also it has to be targeted because it's obviously that we are addressed in different generations. So for the largest companies, they used to have these large budgets, but now they're not necessarily getting traction and results. They're scrambling. Where do they go? What do they can do and who they're going after? And seems like you really clearly iterated that, again, knowing where that all of these platforms are useful, but then knowing how do you disseminate that information? And, and, and I feel like we have these micro moments that a lot of companies are creating, right? These very short videos. I love example of Lyft because I'm Uber user, just one application. I was like, it's easy to manage one account, right? But now because you share that, felt really warm. Like they really care. And they're also showing they're truly the different animal. They're not Uber. And it doesn't mean that they came later. They disrupted uh, only player in the game, and I'm sure Uber was not happy with that. I heard a lot of stories, not only the ones that are being public, but now it's so good to see that um, if we can do something better, people will go where it's better or where they feel like it's suited more or it's maybe cheaper or is a different way of, of how they're being treated. And irony, I'm seeing a lot of Uber and Lyft drivers that are both. So you're getting experience and I joke around, it's like older in the Uber, am I getting Uber experience or am I getting Lyft experience? So uh, my point is uh, sometimes we also seem like Coca-Cola and Pepsi. We're seeing a lot of similarities uh, of what they offer, yet very, very different strategy in marketing, promotion and engagement. And I'm sure very different financial results, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that. 
But what the new trends do you see? What, what would you say with all of this that is happening right now? What do you predict, you know, based on sitting and again in cockpits and seeing things from a different perspective, um, what, what we should put in a lot of our energies and our time? Obviously, content is the king and high value is the king. But where, where I mean, what would you recommend or, or where you think things are headed so that we can pivot properly? What would be your piece of advice? My piece of advice is we all want to reach millions, sometimes billions. You hear the thing people say, I want to feed a billion people or I want to reach a billion lives. Um, but the thing is, is that the only way that you can reach that many people is this you your, yourself is reached, right? Now that could mean mm -hmm. a lot of different, that could mean your faith, Spiritual, spirituality, it could be meditation, um, it could be, you know, consistent exercise program and journaling and reflection. Because I feel like a lot of the times, like we, we actually do have the answers, but I feel like nowadays in life, it's just so easy for us to outsource something to some, to somebody else and have them do the job because it's just easier and it's a time saver. Um, but I feel like really what we should be focusing on is taking on more challenges ourselves, and instead of passing it on to others, um, stepping up and trying to tackle the problem ourselves. And I think a lot of good comes from that. So I would say focus on, on yourself and going deeper with uh, who you are and who thinking about the person you want to become. That is so beautiful. So then you can know who you are, show up better prepared, more skilled, right? And more equipped to deal with whatever the service is offering is. I love what you just said with, with, with investment and starting on yourself. Um, because a lot of times, um, I, I'm just going to quickly use one of example. I have this phenomenal graphic designer who is helping me with my podcast and some stuff that I was changing on my website. And from my perspective, you know, it's just a little thing. It should be quick and fast. But what we did is we started working together. We'll have a, like a face chat, a f um, Facebook chat or, or, or just open, open communication like we're having right now and while we're working. And then I realize it's not because he's slow. It's not because he's not skilled. But all these things take extra time. And a lot of times we... Uh, specifically from leadership standpoint or from executive standpoint, assume or think things are going to happen snip and snip it, right? And it's just like instant, immediate. And some things might, but then truly in order to have something done, takes a little bit of extra time. So calculate that extra time. Give yourself extra time. Give that permission. Because yes, we expect instantaneous rewards, but to get to that point, you need to put a lot of hours and a lot of practice. And he's really pro in what he does. That doesn't mean he's slow or he needs to perfect his art. But I, in my mind, had a completely different expectation in terms of how something should take, how long it should take, get it done. And, and, and allow yeah. myself to do, as you said, different tasks that or, or work with, uh, with him on those tasks helped me tremendously. So I'm glad you mentioned that because we live in a world of instant gratification. We live in a world, instant delivery or 24-hour delivery, right? Order on Amazon and everything is there. 
um, and, and building your brand, building your business, all of those things take time, building relationship, building trust. But all of that will be useless unless you're a quality human being and people instantly can feel that. You, you can't fake the vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just, you can't. That's something you can't fake. And I'm so glad you emphasize on that because you will not believe, again, uh, through my coaching and, and, and some mastermind sessions and everything, it's, it's just really telling when people try to do that, right? It just offsets whole dynamic and relationship with everybody else. But also, you know, you can see prolongs the struggle. A lot of times prolongs struggle if we're not honest to say, hey, you know, Zach, I'm struggling with this. I truly need expert advice. I kind of fake it till I make it. And I tried to push this and did not work. And I'm still thinking I'm kind of getting it. But could you please tell me what is wrong or could you assess this for me? So I know what is wrong, you know, and, and it's hard to kind of take, take a look at, at yourself or at your business through that lens, isn't it? For a lot of people, yeah. it is very, very humbling experience, and isn't it? Yeah, it's it's hard for people to look inside themselves and see what is wrong. But it's very necessary process. So I'm glad, again, we're emphasizing on that because this also helps to think more we know about ourselves. We also know where we want to go, which journey we want to take. So let me ask you this, Zach. With the journeys yeah. and, 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 and ultimate goals, um, where would you like to go? What would be something that you will say, Isabella, I feel like I really made in my own mind, in my own right, because I would love to consider a future generation, things what I'm passing on, uh, things that I would be known for, for my legacy, for something that I achieved as, as, as one of the, my highest achievements. What then would be, Zach? In your in your world well it's it's actually quite simple um you know for me it's just i want i want to make sure that every single moment of the day i'm thinking about how i can best love you know god and people and mm. make them just smile or to make them laugh or to make them be like, whoa, like I remember when Zach like gave me, like hopped on a random Facebook call with me and, um, or messaged me and then helped me like solve this big problem, right? It's like those little things that seem to make no difference at all, like when you actually do them, they add up to, to big result, life-changing results and influences on people that you, you talk to every single day. And so what I, my main philosophy in life is just trying to give everybody as much as I can, the, the time of day um, to answer their questions, reply to their messages. Um, and if I can help them with something um, right then and there, I, 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 I try. And so I think that's just the thing is that, you know, there's a lot of wonderful people in this world and you never know who you're going to talk to or never know how that one little message that you send could really change and impact their life. And, and so, I'm really just focused on those little things, those random acts of kindness, those things that you can just do um, because you can. And 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 that's all I'm really focused on. And and who knows, maybe I'll have these, you know, people that I'm talking to and their kids, and and them saying like, wow, Zach really helped helped me out and impacted our family's lives. So that's the goal. 
That is so beautiful there, Rich. So you're planting the seeds, you're approachable. I know you're very busy and I was really firsthand to attest to that. You've been very approachable, very open, very engaging, quick to respond. And, and the beauty about that is, again, a lot of times people, we're all busy and we all have our different priorities. But then again, when we generally want to connect and make impact in life, we also make that intentional way to be accessible and, and walk the talk. So you, by all means, are definitely doing that. And, and it's just so refreshing to see of younger generation of the millennials, young leaders that are shaping the world, disrupting, uh, finding ways to make things quicker, more effective, better. And that's what I love about entrepreneurship because we're always, you're usually dealing with a smaller unit. So you make a quick decision. We don't have 10, 15, 20 different layers uh, to to answer the questions and and pivot and and, and make it make a decision and then execute. Uh, larger companies, usually those processes take months sometimes uh, that should easily take days just because of layers of complexity and sometimes those layers are intentional. And I find that a lot of times people don't realize um, how much they're shooting themselves in the foot by doing that. So that's great. So generations to come, I'm sure will be absolutely inspired with that. Anything that you would like to share in the closing um, for the legacy leaders and, 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 and influencers and others uh, the, the, that are also uh, really eager for this particular interview and uh, also that they're really paying closer attention. Um, anything that any message for them specifically? Yeah, I, my main message is just like, you know, um, don't try too hard. Like, just be yourself, like be you, be more of you and be the best you that you can possibly be every single day. And think about the type of person that you want to become in the future because be a doctor or a student in medical school right now but or a lawyer or a nurse or an entrepreneur but the most important question you have to ask yourself is who do I want to become and what kind of doctor what kind of lawyer what kind of judge or entrepreneur do I want to become and be and and you know character and your integrity matters most so focus on that Wow. And today that rings more true than ever that, that specifically with events that are going on right now around the country um, and being strong human rights advocates and also being dealing with the executives. I really see we are lacking a lot of leadership and one of the top leadership traits that we're lacking the most of it's that's transparency and integrity. So you touched on both of those and the beauty is not only you demonstrate that, you know what that is. A lot of times people are talking about it, but they don't even know. A, do they possess it? They don't know how to how to model that, specifically how to do it consistently. So I think that is extremely powerful, uh, powerful message, Zach. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to our follow-up conversation, as well as having you again on the show in the near future.